Hey everybody, Adam Stott here. Thanks for checking out my podcast, Business Grow Secrets. You're absolutely in the right place. This podcast is going to reveal to you all of the secrets that you've been looking to discover that can allow you to cure your cash flow problems, attain more clients, bring in more leads for your business, and create systems and processes that give you the growth that you want. You are going to discover the business growth secrets you have been looking for that I've used to sell over £50 million worth of products and services on social media and help clients everywhere to grow their businesses on the mark. So let's get started on the Business Growth Secrets podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to Business Growth Secrets, Adam Stott here. And today's episode, really great episode, my interview with Anthony Joshua in Birmingham. I think there was about a couple of thousand people in the room and I got the opportunity to sit down with Anthony Joshua, have a great conversation with him and learn you know, more about his career, more about his thoughts, about his branding. In here, really what's a fantastic episode, I think, and obviously... The reason I'm putting it out at the moment, the timing is very relevant. Anthony Joshua just suffered the first defeat of his career against uh, Ruiz. And, you know, it was a massive shock. I think everybody was shocked about it. And I think that right now, this is where we're going to see Anthony Joshua's uh, metal moving forward. I think he's got it in the tank to go and win back his belts. It's going to be tough. There's no doubt about it. You know, I think the fight, I, I obviously watched the fight and having met Anthony Joshua, got to know him a little bit and, you know, really liked him. I thought he was a lovely guy. It was a big shock and I kind of felt for him, really. The thing I would say and the way I want to relate this to business is that we all have our ups and downs. We have our wins. We have our, our failures. And the difference between those that go on to become truly truly successful in everything they do is they can get back up from their failures and they can go again i think first thing is first anthony's joshua's response he didn't make any excuses he took responsibility for what happened there's obviously loads of rumors out there right now about was he concussed you know why was uh, his dad having a go at eddie hearn in the background all of this kind of stuff loads of it about him being knocked out in sparring and he had ample opportunity to make excuses. And I think the true sign of a champion, whether it be in boxing, in sport, whether it be in business, is once you get rid of your excuses, that's when you really begin to thrive. Once you start to take responsibility for your results, that's when you begin to thrive. I think we can learn a lot from the way he reacted to the loss. And I think we're all going to take losses. Everybody's going to take losses in their businesses, everybody's going to take losses in their career, everybody's going to have failure and it's not about how hard you get hit or how many times you go down or how many issues you have, it's about how do you get back up and go out there and go again. I think that obviously Anthony Joshua is going to be getting slated here and there, I see that Wilder's been out there saying things about him and plenty of other people have too, there's people saying Anthony Joshua's finished, he's a young man, he's certainly not finished and I think that all of that, if he is the person that I think he is, will drive him, will motivate him. 
And that's what you should have anybody that hates on you, anybody that gives you issues, anybody that says bad things about you. If anyone ever says bad things about me, it literally feeds my drive, feeds my motivation. It gets me revved up. It gives me a reason to go out there and and make things happen. I think you've got to do the same thing because, of course, we haven't met yet or maybe we have met. I'm not sure. Some of you listening, I will know. Some of you, I don't know. But whatever it is you do, you're obviously searching for more. You're looking to become more. I truly respect that. And if you continue to search and you continue to work hard, you will achieve what you want to achieve. But it's not going to be a crystal staircase to the top. You're going to get scratches. You're going to have issues. It's going to get messy. It's going to get mucky. You're going to have issues as as you climb your journey to the top. And the only way you get to the top is by going through those issues and not worrying about those scratches or those issues that come along. You just got to keep climbing, keep climbing, keep climbing. And if you get knocked down five steps, you go back up 10. So that's uh, really what I've got to say on the issue. I believe that Anthony Joshua, I hope Anthony Joshua goes and wins the rematch. It's a mentality thing. There's absolutely no doubt. Has he got the ability? Yes, he has. My prediction, if you want it, obviously putting myself out there, I could be wrong. I expect him to go back, have that rematch, box it out and actually box the guy for 12 rounds um, rather than try and slug it out with him. And I expect him to take his titles back and then he can continue his journey. Is he going to be the best? Is he going to beat Wilder? Is he going to beat Fury? Not so sure about that, to be honest, but we don't know yet. But I am sure that he's got the mentality to, to succeed. He's got the mentality to go and get his belts back. He has my respect. Hopefully he has yours. And you can hear my interview with him. It's pretty cool because he gave his uh, thoughts on Mike Tyson. He's quite a humble guy. And obviously I'm a big fan of Joshua's up until that interview. So how the interview came about, I've got some really good friends that are are promoters in Birmingham. They do amazing events. I've done many events. I did an event with them with uh, Tyson Fury, with Floyd Mayweather. And we'll get those uh, interviews on the podcast we get them on there and i can talk more about them so you can listen to them in the future but the, these promoters basically called me up gave me that opportunity to go and do the interview with anthony joshua add something a little bit different ask him about business ask him about branding try and understand a bit about the man rather than necessarily the boxer we had a great evening i took 25 of my clients to that event some of my long-standing really good clients I give a couple of them uh, a shout out obviously palm was there palm's one of my clients got a brilliant business called my build estimate and uh, bangles quantity surveyors that night he got to go backstage with joshua get his photo taken get uh, presented with a big canvas and things and uh, I, I had like 20 25 of my clients there we all had a real great evening in birmingham had a free course meal and then everybody went backstage got their photos taken with joshua that's the kind of thing i like to do for my clients i've done it in lots of different celebrity experiences and those people that are involved in my gold circle and what my gold circle is it's where i've got clients that i help i help brand them i help them in every area of their business coach and mentor them and get them results and i often put these experiences on to raise their profile give them unique experiences and make them feel special remember to put that wow in your business i'm a big believer in wow how can you wow your clients that's something that i'm looking to do all the time so look anyhow 
I'm sure you want to get to the to the Anthony Joshua interview, so have a good listen to this. Get to know the man a little bit better. Anthony Joshua, I'm rooting for you. I know you can come back. I know that I think, that, well, I say I know that I think that you're going to go and win your titles back, and I, I encourage you to ignore the haters and go on and make it happen. So go and jump into the interview, and of course, if you like the podcast, which I hope you do, we're putting all into it, Go over and hit the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with all the latest episodes. Thank you. I wanted to ask, obviously, Gareth's touched on some of the real, some real parts of your career, the boxing part. Yeah. I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about the business side of it. Yeah. I obviously interviewed Floyd Mayweather a little while back. He was very keen on the business side of it. Yeah. And for you, for you, is boxing a proper sport now, or is it very much determined by business? And how does that influence your decisions you're making? Do you feel? Is boxing a proper sport? Well, no, it's a proper sport, obviously, it's a proper sport. But it's so business orientated now. How does that make you feel when you can't necessarily go and have the fight that you want to have? You know, that kind of thing. Well, you just got to look at the landscape. Look at the landscape. How to explain it? You've got your promoters. What does a promoter do? A promoter is basically an event manager. He books an arena, and the arena doesn't have a ring in it, but then all he does is put a ring in it and fills up the seats. Then the TV look at it and say to themselves, all right, Anthony Joshua's gonna fight Adam. The people wanna see it, the TV- I don't fancy my chances. Yes, so then the TV don't want that fight. The TV aren't interested. So you gotta look at the landscape and that's the business side of it. So when you say, does it determine the fights you have? A lot of the issue is people want the big time, let's say money or the big time of boxing, but don't wanna fight nobody. They wanna go, 30 and 0 and not fight anyone but that's impossible so I think the only way to get there is is fight the right people and you have to kind of take risks but some managers or trainers don't want to take risks because they want to protect their fighter which is good because you've got one side if you're a fighting man yeah I'll fight anybody I'm a fighting man and you've got the manager saying whoa 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 you need learning fights so it's a bit of a tug of war sometimes the promoter is telling you to jump in the deep end and the manager's telling you, take it easy, keep on learning. So it's a bit of a tug of war because, you know, it's, it's, it's between the manager and the promoter. And sometimes they don't get along because they want different things. And it messes up the path of the career for the fighter. So you've got to just really sit down with your promoter, your TV organisers and yourself and dictate what do you want out of your career and what risks are you willing to take. And then I think you can really have an organic career that flourishes in front of the audience instead of, you know, being kept back and then the manager and promoter messing up the fighter's career because they're not getting along. So I think the fighter needs to have some maturity to kind of dictate his career as well. And you seem, well, you are supremely confident, you know, without a shadow of a doubt. And you talked about your brand, the Stay Humble. And I think personal branding is so important in business. And I think you've done an amazing job of cultivating that brand. Is that purposeful? Have you had advice from people about personal branding? Or do you just, do you just get it? Are you just being yourself? Are you just authentic? How's that come about, that control of your brand? That stay humble isn't a brand, I don't think. I think stay humble is just a, stay humble is just a motto. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's all it is. It's just a motto. Stay hungry, just, it's just being hungry, no matter how far you... And I got that from Steve Jobs. You know, one of the Apple owners, I got that years ago from Steve Jobs. It's just stay hungry, stay motivated. So it's more of just a motto. Understanding a brand, 
like, all right, we've got this bottle of water here, that's a brand. Do you know what I mean? And you have to tell everyone it's the best thing in the world. With, with boxing, I think, if I put my manager's hat on, if I had a fighter, I'd say, listen, son, you know, you've got 10 years in the game, right? You're not joining a football team that's been here since the 1960s and you're joining heritage and legacy. You've got 10 years to make the whole world know who you are. And to, the only way to prove that, first and foremost, is to fight like that. To fight as if you've been fighting since the 1960s. Do you know where I'm coming from? And that's how you build your brand. You've got to fight, you've got to be dedicated. And then after people get to see you with the gloves on, they want to know who's the person without the gloves on. And then they get to know you. And that's what Gareth said is that the microphone is one of the most powerful tools to a fighter because people then get to know you as a person. And listen, not everyone's going to like you and not everyone's going to love you, but I think people will always appreciate you sooner or later if you're true to yourself. Do you know where I'm coming from? And, and that's what I'll tell someone at the end of the day. Fight as if you've been here for a long time. Let people see that you're passionate. And talk as if you believe in what you're saying. Don't just talk and be a yes man. Agree with what you're saying, agree with what he's saying. You have to talk with some passion and belief in what you're talking about. And that's what I'll tell a fighter to be honest. And that's how you start building and portraying your brand to people who have an interest in what you're doing. And as somebody that reads and plays chess and is undoubtedly intelligent, you know, without well, a doubt, you'll understand Thank that you very much. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'll tell you'll you understand that. that success leaves clues. Are there certain fighters that you study their techniques in the past, how they operate, and who are those fighters that you admire and you bring into your game? Let's say, like, my favourite fighter is Mike Tyson, and I think, yeah, <laughs> Tyson is a brilliant fighters. He was in Catskill. No, he wasn't in Catskill. He was in the Bronx, wasn't he? Yeah. Went from the Bronx, Brooklyn, went from the Bronx to Catskill, New York, and they molded him to a fighter. He was running at 3 a.m., doing a thousand sit-ups, push-ups, and he become one of the best fighters in the world. So I saw, if you train like a champion before you are a champion, you're more than likely to become a champion. So what do you do? Before you become a manager, you work as if you are the manager, and you'll probably become the manager sooner or later. But if you're saying to the manager, if the manager asks you, to get tea and you say, well, listen, mate, in my contract on clause number 10, it never told me to get tea. You're never going to progress. Do you know what I mean? You've got to be willing to run the companies if you're your baby. So I, I saw that in Mike Tyson. He lived the life of a champion before he was a champion. He wasn't saying to himself, you know what? I'm not champion yet, so I'm going to go the easy route. I'm not going to do 10 miles today because I'm only fighting a novice. I'm only doing three rounds. He was running 10 miles well before he was yeah. fighting 12 round fights. So he was inevitably going to get there. And that's one of the people who I took inspiration from when I first started fighting is Mike Tyson. Without doubt. Seems wrong, Tyson. Yeah. Tyson in his prime. Anthony yeah. Joshua in his Mike prime. Mike Tyson would have battered me. <laughs> what? There was no way I could have hit from that guy. Really? Yeah, I would have taken that paycheck. What, 30 seconds? I would have. I would have <laughs> you know what I've done in the sixth round against Klitschko when I took that dive? I'm joking. I would have taken a dive against Tyson. He was a beast, mate. He was a beast. I give all credit and respect to Tyson because even now, Tyson's like 40s going on 50s. I still remember Tyson as like the young 21 year old. He was that good and made such an impact in the sport of boxing. Yeah, it was amazing. He is amazing. Who's your favourite fighter? Pardon? Who's your favourite fighter? Tyson has been traditionally my historic favourite fighter. And, you know, you are my favourite fighter at the moment. Uh, I was at Wembley. I'll I take that as well. Two of your gloves in my house. 
you know. My head's not going to come to through the door in a minute. <laughs> no, because it's the passion you fight with. It's the fact that you go out there and you want to beat that man. No one has showed that passion to be a killer. And I think that's what you've shown. And that does inspire people, you know, without a shadow of a doubt. Thank you very much. Uh, last question I've got for you before I hand over to the audience. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do if Tyson Fury... Is that? I'm not going to repeat it in the microphone. <laughs> Dan Whiney, he's cocky. You asked about cocky. didn't say something. I'm never going to say Yeah, last question. What are you going to do if Tyson Fury dresses up a Batman at your press launch and goes after you? What are you going to do at that point? I'm going to do this. <laughs> I don't know. You're not going to knock him out? No, no, no. He's entertaining. We need Tyson Fury back. Yeah. We need him back. Cool. You know, so yeah, good luck to him. Brilliant, thanks Andy. Thank Great to have a chat with you, man. Thank you very much. Hi everybody, Adam here, and I hope you loved today's episode. Hope you thought it was fabulous. And if you did, I'd like to ask you a small favour. Could you jump over and go and give the podcast a review? Of course, I'll be super grateful if that is a five-star review. We're putting our all into this podcast for you, delivering you the content, giving you the secrets. And if you've enjoyed it, please go and give us a review and talk about what your favourite episode is, perhaps. Every single month, I select someone from that review list to come to one of my exclusive Academy Days and have lunch with me on the day, meeting hundreds of my clients. So if you want that to be you, then you're going to be in with a shout if you go and give us a review on iTunes. Please, of course, do remember to subscribe so you can get all the up-to-date episodes. Peace and love, and I'll see you very, very soon. Thank you.